This is Kyler Bingham with Salt Lake Dirt and KPCR 101.9 FM in Santa Cruz. Uh, very excited to welcome a musician that I just have kind of become obsessed with since I, I heard him play live up at the Wyoming Film Festival. Christian Wallowing Bull is here to talk with us today. Uh, Christian, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, it's so glad to be here. Yeah, this is great. So, yeah, like I said, I um, I became aware of your music just like, I guess, just over a week or two ago up at the Wyoming International Film Festival. Um, very cool experience. So I came up from Salt Lake and we drove into Cheyenne for the festival. Uh, and then so the, fir the first block of in-person screenings that I saw, that's the one you were a part of. So you did a live performance at the beginning of it. Uh, and then, and then there was, um, like a music video documentary that you were, um, you know, that it was centered around you that played as well. So after we got the chance to talk briefly, I started listening to your music a lot and it's been incredible. So yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of gushing right now because I love when I find something new that really speaks to me. Um, so let's just talk about the, the music itself. I noticed, um, looking at, at least where I was looking at the first release came out around 2020. So I, I'm just kind of yeah. curious, I'm just kind of curious about, uh, like, when did you start writing music? I mean, it, it, it has such an epic feel to it. It feels like you've a very timeless approach. It feels like you've been making music forever when I was listening to these songs. So I'm just really curious wow. about how, when you started the whole thing. Okay, so I started writing music. Um, let's see, that first album, which is known as Warrior, was released 2020. I started writing music about 15 years ago. So it would be years even before 2020. Um, I really started to pursue songwriting um, with uh, guitar. Um, so when I was when I was a younger boy, around 11, 12, 13 years of age, I was really into hip hop and I wanted to pursue hip hop, maybe. And then it was about 15 years old that I picked up a guitar one day and fell in love with playing guitar, fell in love with the strings. And I kind of um, I had already adapted, you know, some of the. Uh, lyrical wordplay from wanting to become a hip-hop artist i was writing more like rhyme uh, characteristically within a within a songwriting uh, format and the the flow within uh, verses for like a hip hip-hop or rap genre helped me to to develop stories within the singer songwriter genre when i picked up guitar so my beginnings began within the hip hop rap genre uh, with music. And before that, I was around 10 years old, young man. The very first instrument that I ever touched was the drums. I was a drum kit player. I was obsessed with drums. So I developed a rhythm when I was really young. Um, when I picked up the guitar, uh, when, you know, there can be a stage for many people when they pick up guitar where it takes them a while to be able to develop rhythm, right? Within mm -hmm. uh, strumming a guitar, you know? For me, it was so natural because I was a drummer. So 
I, I mean, I picked up a guitar day one. I, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't put down the guitar for about two years. Um, so I, my beginnings with music are very early on and went from percussion through hip hop rap genre and picked up around 15 years old, a singer songwriter genre. Well, yeah, I mean, it felt like I said, it has like this timeless feel to it. Like you've been playing music for decades and that's what Mm -hmm. like the storytelling element of it is so incredible. Um, I talked to, I forget who it was. This was, um, a, a writer, but I think it applies to, to music. I feel like uh, when you write something so specific to your experience, it um, it actually has the potential to have a broad appeal to people of all kinds of backgrounds. So that's, that's kind of right. That's the kind of the feeling yeah. I got when I when I'm listening to your music because it's very very specific. But there there's enough. Uh, I don't know, like wiggle room or just lyrical poetry that makes it vague enough for the listener to like be part of your story, but mm. to also make it part of their own story. And I feel like that's what yeah. is, is just so incredible about the music. Um, I'd love one song in particular, and I think you played it when we, we saw you live, but I've listened to a lot in loving memory. I'm really, uh, I love that song. Mm. Um, I'm just, and I think you spoke a, a little bit about it up there, but I would just love to hear um, kind of the genesis of, of that one in particular, if you don't mind. Yeah. So in loving memory is so special to me. Um, so I play it in a different tuning. I play it in a drop tuning, not standard. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, a lot of my writings are written in drop D tuning. Yeah. There's just so much for me that, you know, there's a lot of grit there's a lot of um um kind of uh i'd say heavier chords and riffs or licks that you can find within that tuning but i discovered early on there's there is a lot of beautiful progressions and harmonics within uh like uh drop down tunings so i kind of opened up more of the tuning in my guitar and i'm playing harmonics uh the 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 actual track itself in loving memory that is recorded at the beginning i play harmonics it's like i kind of you know touch the guitar uh doing the um the 12s and the 7th frets and um i'm kind of i'm moving around the chord progression a little bit that one is it's so emotional for me uh, to me, writing music is like painting an emotional landscape. There is always so much a part of who I am in that experience that is that is existing within the music. When I I wrote that song about missing home, and one of my one of my closest friends, whom I consider a brother, who's a fellow Native man, he spoke to me. Because, uh, you know, I've, I've had mild success through music, been able to travel, doing all these things. Where I grew up, that doesn't exist. Success is far from the hands of those within my community that are just kind of, they found themselves under addictions or hardships, you know, that exist within just territories. You know, communities that I'm, I grew up on, on a reservation, um, there's odds are stacked against people. 
And that's my background is I come from um, ground that is, I come from really, really tough soil, you know, tough ground, you know, and my brother had shared with me, he, he was very sincere and in him kind of, um, he spoke to me about my, my trajectory, I would put it. And he just said, I'm, I'm proud of you. And he said, you're living the dream. You're living the dream, man. You're able to travel. You do all this stuff. Like you made it out, made it away from the res. You made it away from the darkness and all the things that hit me so incredibly hard. It hurt my heart because what I wanted to say to him was this isn't a dream if you're not with me, you know, because he is someone who is still struggling within those spaces um, back home. So the song In Loving Memory for me was always uh, to capture that idea of whenever I'm out on the road, whenever I'm uh, on a flight, um, you know, I the, the opening line to that song is I'm on my last flight home and just kind of um, reminiscing about missing my family missing my friends is is oftentimes when i'm away from the reservation when i'm away traveling doing music doing what i love to do um it's just that very real part of the the family part of me that just i'm like i wish people like my brother or i wish i could bring relatives with me on the road you know and i wish they could i wish they could be a part of this life with me and they they can't you know a, a lot of times they can't always so um I wanted to paint that picture. I wanted to paint that portrait for people to understand what it is like for a Native American boy, a res kid who was born and raised on a reservation, makes it back to still have that deep connection with their relatives, with their community back home. You know, I wanted to be sure that I'm bridging that gap and understanding um, that they, you know, I am always remembering them no matter where I go. And I am taking their memory really with me you know i think about um i've got my blood parents they've passed on they're no longer here my mother and my father and i'm someone who is uh, very more so close to like my mother's line and you know a song like that is also representative of, of missing them but also like i carry their memory her memory with me on the road you know um, whenever I sing, I know she would be proud. And so that one for me felt so appropriate. And there's no other chord progression that it should have gone with. You know, the chord progression itself is like, it's like the, the I, I don't know if it's either the paintbrush or the canvas, but there's just, for me, a lot of the time I will, I will play I'll strum a specific chord and I'll find a progression and then I'll write the song. Mm, okay. So a lot of people that I've, that I've listened to typically have a thought or a, a storyline, you know, a storyboard that's already written and kind of on display. And then they're able to create that music with it and they can maybe write the music for me ever since I was a little boy, I never had, um, any kind of musical teacher. I never had anybody who taught me how to write lyrics, never had anybody that taught me how to play guitar or drums, or I've, I've never really had any kind of technical training. When I picked up the guitar, it was all ear. It was listening 
I, I could feel emotions through music and I knew that when I felt sad or when I felt happy, I, it was almost like I could, I was so excited at 15 years old. To, I was like, I can replicate what I'm feeling through sound, you know, through, through uh, tension and, and a guitar on a fretboard, you know? And for me, writing music was never really about creating um maybe even just like writing a song it was more like discovering a song it was more like discovering a chord progression it's it was like i could already hear it in the room with me i could already feel it in the room i could feel it and i always um there was points that i have said that lyrically i developed learning how to write lyrics and and knowing what to say by sitting alone uh, by a river of emotion. I mean, I was, for me, it was just, you know, I, I've been through a lot of things and I feel like it was just always a way to process for me and understanding that music wasn't necessarily something that I was, I was crafting. I felt like I was just someone that was discovering um, uh, these landscapes, you know, through sound and Lane Loving Memory for me is just so unique and it is definitely, I think, one of my favorite pieces that I've put out there. And I I've been playing it a lot live where I go. I have a very specific set list. I don't I don't play a lot of my music live. You know, there's you know, a lot of nights there's some songs that I leave out. The song in Loving Memory, I've been playing a lot live, actually. And uh that one has currently been one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, that was one, I mean, the definitely uh, really hit me. And I think like li- when I got the chance to f- like get home and listen to it with a good pair of headphones, like I could feel it was like a, mm-hmm. like a reverberation in my body. I could feel those, like th- the music, you know, before the lyrics even kick in. So it just, it's just a powerful, powerful um, piece of work. Um, w- one thing I did want to ask you about, so you kind of answered my question. That was great that you, you talked about like the process of writing and how, um, mm. that kind of comes to you. I love that. It's like a discover, you're discovering something that's, that's there in a way. Uh, one thing that I really love is the artwork on the, like the EP covers and the singles. Uh, the imagery is very strong and, um, and, and gripping. Tell me about kind of, um, that and like who who do you work with on that um i just think there's some very incredible uh pieces of thank art you. that 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 are on the covers of that of that stuff yeah thank you so everything that i do has all been done through me like entirely all artwork all these videos aside from the wallowing bull music video that was actually that was uh, screened at the film festival that was done through my friends uh, who are from originally from Israel. But I have been a DIY artist since 2020 uh, professionally uh, through Wallowing Bull Music. Uh, the very first album that I released was Warrior. And the cover of that is a painted war pony. I painted that when I was just, uh, I was younger than 15. I was a young boy. It was the only painting I've ever created in my life. <laughs> and it's this beautiful war pony. What happened was I actually left home years ago and I was traveling and I was kind of a vagabond. I, I was just ending up in so many different places. And 
I believe that also added inspirations to a lot of like what I write about today, you know, just my experience in life as a, as a young man growing up, kind of being a lone wolf type, you know, and traveling and experiencing life's experiences, you know, I, you know, many different states. And I ended up visiting home and my family found this painting that I did when I was a boy and I forgot all about it. I didn't even, I didn't even realize that I still had it. And uh, they found it in some of my old belongings and uh, they said, we want you to have it. So they gave it to me. And uh, I knew this is right before 2020. I knew I was like, for me to release any kind of album, I want this as my cover. So, I mean, it uh, was just so appropriate, you know, to be able to like, wow, like I created this painting when I was just a boy and now it, it, it has become the very first album cover uh in my career you know and i will always look back on that album as like very special you know just to have that connection with my childhood you know yeah no that's cool it's like you, it's like you're introducing your your art to the world and you know and, and the, i love that yeah that's, that's so very cool um and i don't well and i don't paint either yeah <laughs> yeah that's so funny. i don't <laughs> it's really I'm not yeah. like a painter and people are like oh my gosh you should do more. And I, it's not what I do. You know, it's the only thing I've ever done. <laughs> well, that, that, that's pretty amazing. I love that. That's such a cool story. Um, well, what about the, uh, so the other pieces you have, like your, your front and center in a lot of them, and it, and it has uh, very striking portraits of you. Um, maybe, I don't know. I just, I'm trying to look, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, it's just a very gripping imagery. I just think it's wonderful. Um, does each portrait have a specific significance towards the song itself or the, the EP? Um, or yeah, I've just, I'm just very curious about the, the, the portraits as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely the the portraits always fit the climate of uh, whatever I'm writing about typically. So like Many Feathers or Wind River was a very stripping like writing process for me. I just feel like mentally and emotionally kind of gathering especially the song that is Wallowing Bull. That was that Wallowing Bull song was first released on that album um Wind River. And it's is a northern Arapaho name, which is home, you know, in Wind River, right? So in that picture, I have like my hand over my face and I've, you know, I don't have a shirt on or anything. It just, for me, it just felt like it was kind of a unveiling, but also kind of a covering up. You know, I just had that idea of posturing for, for that album cover, as well as in loving memory, the album cover for that a single is a picture of me as a little baby pushing my baby sister in a stroller yeah. like that's literally me on the cover pushing my baby that's sister what I, thought. I was wondering and <laughs> yeah that that's um my my family my younger sister recovered those photos and as an artist i'm like oh my gosh like oh i want that on my album cover so when i wrote in loving memory I was like, this is the song I want my family with me. 
And I will always keep that special image of um, me pushing my sister in a little stroller, you know, and we're just, we're both little chubby kids, you know, like really tiny. I, I had to have been like two years old, maybe 18 months or something. I can't fully remember. I was tiny, um, maybe more like two, two and a half or so. But, um, and then you can see it really comes through later on with the last EP that I released, which is known as War Paint. And I had like kind of war paint on or, you know, that I, I conceptualized there was, you know, that, that EP is uh, the songs are very, there's a lot of grits and kind of a lot of um, heaviness to them. And it, I knew writing this EP was like returning. I wanted to return to the idea of warrior, which is the very first EP I released in 2020. For me, it felt like a returning to that and, and still kind of, um readdressing that like i have overcome you know hardships from when i was a boy trauma you know I've, I've been on a healing journey you know a lot of the music that i write about is clearly talks about like i you know a lot of my life i, I had a i had an addiction problem and i have been winning and war paint for me was a kind of a declar declaration as well so i knew that when i um uh, I did that album. I knew that I wanted to be wearing war paint on the album cover, you know, just, mm -hmm. I wanted to be front and center and um, everything that I do is done by me. I mean, all the photography, um, all of it. And I just, um, um, all kind of marketing or artwork, anything like that, all designing. I do it all myself. It's, um, something that i love to do I, as a diy artist um i love being able to create the images that go along with sound you know mm -hmm. the, the music itself um when i was actually when i was a, a lot younger um the one of the very first tunes that i ever had in my life was i wanted to be behind a camera i wanted to actually be working the um the field of uh, film i wanted to be a director I ended up becoming an artist where I'm writing and music and doing things like that. But my one of my very first loves before I ever touched the guitar was um, being behind the camera. So I have whenever I, I'm, I'm like writing a song or working on a project, I, I'm I just always have so much fun creating the world around that. You know, if it's an EP or an album, I, you know, I do all the photography, um, might even do all the artwork or, you know, that's something that I love to do. I, I love even graphic designing. I love it. Um, and again, these are things that I've never had any official training on. These are things that I taught myself, mm -hmm. um, did it all myself. Um, one of the things that a lot of people don't know is that, um, I was a lone wolf for a lot of years. I wrote Warrior when I was in treatment in 2019. Oh wow. I was I was in I was in treatment recovering from uh substance abuse. I thought my life was going nowhere. Warrior and the albums that came after that, I mean, they're just just journeys from my life that I knew that. I was like, you know, I believe it's important to be able to share these stories, especially for those who are like me. You know, maybe there's 
people in treatment that are homeless, hopeless. Maybe there are homeless people who, who don't think they can make it out of hardships. I wanted to be someone who is, uh, was, was going to step up and, you know, I didn't know if anyone had ever listened to my music ever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned that I could distribute my music online everywhere through my phone. I learned that I could take photos through my phone. I learned that I could create albums through my phone. Everything that you see that is Christian Wallow and Bull, I, de- I designed my own website. I just taught myself how to do everything. And it has absolutely been paying off. And I'm just so excited that I get to um, be able to share these stories in, in more of a streamlined way um, for not only Native peoples, but Natives and non-Natives, you know. Um, community, music music is important for all people. And that's what I'm here for. You know, that's, that's where I want to stay. That's beautiful. I mean, I remember you said something on stage about how, like, this uh, particular song, and you just you you said like the human the human condition so that's what kind of struck me it's like your 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 art your work is like it's specific to you but it really does have that appeal to like the broader like like humanity it was it's such a it's such a powerful thing and then i love like i i really want to see the like the imagery online is like very powerful but one thing i think is cool and this is when i'm just flipping through my phone and i'm looking at an artist online on spotify or whatever but when you see just the little thumbnails of their albums or the their eps their singles and when everything has like even just from a very small thumbnail like it grabs your attention that's to me that's rare that doesn't happen a lot and that's one thing i've noticed like just the graphic design element so that's so cool to hear that you're um that you're doing all of this. I mean, it all like, it was like everything led you to this point of where you are now, like all the struggles, the interests that you had when you were a kid, it all kind of like paid off. It's so yeah. cool seeing that. Um, I love it. So you're in Montana right now, right? Doing some shows. Yeah. I'm in Missoula uh, doing um, uh, two local shows here this weekend. Yeah. So you're pretty busy doing um, uh, like live performances. I, I think, um, for people who aren't in the region and we have a lot of listeners in California, uh, where, so your, your music's like widely available on all the streamers. Um, if they want to, yeah. if they want to purchase albums, where is the best place for them to go? So right now it, the, the main purchasing that would probably be best as far as like actual purchase download and like artist compensation would be Bandcamp. And you can absolutely find my Bandcamp on my website, Um, There's also, of course, and that's the link more so without outsourcing Bandcamp, because you can go directly to Bandcamp. But a lot of what I streamline typically, what I tell people is just, you know, you can find all of that information directly on my official website, which is ChristianWallowimble.com. Cool. So we'll have, um, we'll have I have all that, of my yeah. links put there. That's fair. Yeah. Well, so we'll make sure we have links to that. Um, I guess one thing as we, as we kind of wrap up here, so let's, let's talk about in the music video that we saw at the film festival that's on YouTube right now. Uh, and, and you kind of touched, touched on it briefly, but um, so the, those friends of yours who approached you and they wanted to make a music video. Um, so it, it, it's you like kind of all over the wind river reservation and it's a it's a very yes. po- powerful uh 
like documentary slash music video. Um, tell tell us about that. And I'll, I'll have a link to that as well. People can can check that out and kind of see this the, the incredible song and then the strong imagery there as well. Mm. Yeah. So that that um, the first uh, wave for that for that actual film is through Vimeo, um, which is through Dan Leor, who is the director. But that link is also directly on my website, KrishnaWallerable.com, okay, as well. Perfect. So they can all find it there as well. Um, that was we we just we all knew that when these directors came alongside me and heard the song and the song is representative. I mean, the song Wallowing Bull, that is my name. That is my family's name. That is, that is where my mother is buried in these lands, indigenous lands of Wyoming. We knew this song, this video was going to capture, at least we wanted to capture the essence of not just the land, but the people, the community. So we drove around the reservation. We drove around border towns that were right around the reservation um and we got we wanted to get as many locations i mean there's like 30 to 35 different locations throughout the video i mean it's just all over the place the very first opening and uh, a lot of the outro scenes um are on the uh eastern shoshone buffalo ranch which is on the reservation which is my friend jason valdez who looks after the buffalo and he is an incredible individual in our community who stands up for um, bringing these uh, buffalo back to our people, to the land. There a lot of powerful work that he's doing. So we wanted to, we knew that we wanted to capture the essence of like a, a restoration, but also just the, the, you know, the existence of our people, the, the, um, the fact that we are still here, that we're still living. And so driving around the reservation, we asked, I mean, we we would we would spontaneously jump out of our vehicle and see someone walking down the road and just ask them if they were in our on the reservation. So there are a lot of Eastern Shoshone, Northern Arapaho tribal members from the reservation who have never been in a music video before that are in the video. We <laughs> got people from the towns, from the community to be in the video just by taking a camera around and saying, hey, we're shooting this big music video. Would you like to be in it and represent tribal community? So the idea was just to capture faces within this, the, the spaces that, um, you know, are representative of, you know, uh, tribal roots, you know, like that, you know, there's like a Buffalo mural in there. There's um, a lot of even some of like more of like the religious buildings kind of host and house like, like traditional design murals, you know, things like that. Um, just from time, time, uh, some time ago, you know, um, we wanted to capture kind of like where modern day meets kind of still that, that historical energy, you know, yeah. and just really capture the people and capture the essence of um, the power and importance of restoration of Buffalo, but really how much um, that could be shown through like, the power and restoration of like our people within our indigenous territories, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's a great video. So yeah, I'll make sure uh, I'll direct everyone to Christian wallowing You can find everything there. Um, we'll have links to that. Um, so you could easily uh, um, find it. Uh, this was a really enjoyable conversation and I'm, I'm so excited that I, that I found your music. Um, that was 
you know, I had a blast up in Wyoming at the festival, but uh, if I, you know, finding your music was like a huge highlight for me because, you know, I'm going to be playing you on the radio now and and telling people about it. But I um, really, really thrilled that I got to connect with you. Anything you want to add as we kind of wrap up here today? So, yeah, so I'm, yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of music coming out, so be sure to, you know, just stay involved with uh, all social links. I'm on Instagram. Uh, be sure to find me on Spotify. I have a YouTube. I have Apple Music, Amazon, wherever you go to find music. Be sure to stay tuned. I am going to be releasing a lot more music within the coming years. So um, I've got a lot. I've got another um, couple singles that are at least slated for uh, 2024 that i haven't um or more so end of 2023 into 2024 so um just stay tuned thank you guys for supporting absolutely thanks so much for taking the time and um like i said i'll keep people i'll make i'll I'll keep my listeners aware of the music and when it comes out but um christian thank you so much for being on the show this was a blast man i loved it thank you so much for having me appreciate it My brother's on his way to a better life. In his wake, he leaves a ray of holy light, singing hallelujah as they guard him. to it.